0: Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be, to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, welcome to Tuesday, September 27. Hopefully you have enjoyed your September and maybe... If you have a family that's in the school uh, time, you're back into the swing of school things. Um, but we just thank you for taking time out of your schedule to spend a little bit of time with us today to look at probably one of the most um, famous of all biblical um, characters uh, other than Jesus. Um, we're going to look today at uh, 1 Samuel 16 and 17. So again, if you haven't read that, pause Go and read those two because we're not going to read that whole uh, that whole section to you now. Um, that might put you to sleep if we just read to you for uh, <laughs> that'd be a long time. But anyways, so pause, read that, um, and then come back and we'll we'll talk. A little, we're just going to talk about a little section of. Chapter Seventeen in a little bit, Um, but before we do that, on Tuesdays we like to kind of hear from our guests uh, what God's been doing in their lives, their God story, uh, or what Jesus has been doing in their lives. Um, So, Dave and Wendy, you be willing to share a little bit about kind of where you've seen God recently?
1: Yeah, um, God kind of just keeps showing up as He always does, and I think Dave was talking about in our introduction yesterday that we are involved in foster care, Uh, and this current case has been going on for some time now, um, and I would say that we are definitely in a season of surrender. Okay. Um, that's a word that we just kind of uh, kind of just hold tightly to because it's what God's asking us to do. Uh, it's hard to... I'm a type A. I like okay. to plan. Yeah. I like things known, what's mm-hmm. going to happen, like calendars, all that stuff. Um, they look nice and pretty.
2: Very true. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is a case of we... Live in these sort of 90 day increments of okay. review periods that are um, dictated by the court system. Um, okay. And we oftentimes are not privy to information about how the kids' parents are doing. Oh, so sure. outside yeah. of some visits that they do. But we are just seeing, you know, school started, and we had thought by this time or, you know, last spring, we're like, by the time school comes around, the kids will be back with their mom. As, um, you know, some of this heaviness will be you know, solved, and instead we walked into another season of hard. And okay. um, these are kids who have some pretty significant needs and challenges at school, and then you're balancing a 17-year-old who's doing her junior year sure, and thinking yeah. of what's next and middle schoolers. Um, And so yeah. it is just daily saying God's got it okay. and leaving it right there. Um, And he does, and there's been some incredible people that have shown up to walk with us on that journey. Um, There's a few here at VP that I won't mention them by name. They know who they are, but they are um, just supporters and prayer warriors for us. Um, We had a new neighbor move in who, God bless her soul, and it's only a a God thing. She was involved in uh, as a therapist in foster care for 18 years. And so after knowing her for two weeks, she offered to take a couple of the kids while we went on vacation. Oh, wow. Um, That's awesome. So just God showing up, and we just... Praise him and thank him for that and uh, know that he will be continually providing even when we think it seems impossible over the next few months. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, that's cool. I just as you think about that, that all the things that had to happen just for this person to move in next to you. I mean, right. it's it's not like instantly someone buys a new right. house. But so God has been working in her life Um Falling to bring her to your neighborhood so that He could provide for you guys through that, and that's just incredible, you know? And so I think that's a good testimony for us that, you know, when we go through hard times and we pray for God, He has a plan. He's going to work things out in His timing, and that's a great tangible example of that. So thank you so much for being willing to share that with us today. Um, All right, so as I mentioned, we're going to focus in on just part of chapter 17. But just to give you a brief overview, if you haven't done your homework yet and read these two chapters, um, they are very familiar. Um, So the first chapter, 16, is when um, David is anointed. So Samuel is told to go um, to the Bethlehem area and anoint the new king. I mean, Saul is king, but God has said Saul's not going to be king. We're going to anoint a new one and it's samuel's job to go there and he meets a man named jesse who has a bunch of sons and these are good looking strong uh sons that anybody would think this this is going to be the king but when um samuel went through them he said nope this is it not this one not this one and finally he ran out of sons and samuel said do you have another one and jesse said oh yeah i got this other son he's a shepherd young boy samuel said bring him here and that's who god had picked um, that's who, so uh, Samuel anointed uh, David, um, who was a shepherd. And then we move into chapter 17, where um, through different circumstances, because uh, David was a musician and uh, Saul had some crazy things going on um, that the music had to kind of soothe him. Um, I have a family full of musicians, so I like to put a plug in <laughs> right? that mu- music soothes the, the savage beast or whatever. But, anyways, um, so. David is brought into Saul's uh, presence, and he's connected there. And then it's time for war. And um, the Israelites are fighting a um, group called the, the Philistines, and they have like the, the biggest, baddest warrior around. His name's Goliath. He's over nine feet tall. And he says to all the people, You know what? Let's, I'll fight one of your men if I win. Then you become our slaves. If you win, we'll become your slaves. But this is like a a nine-foot-tall man, and all the Israelites are just scared. And for 40 days, he comes out and taunts them and says, you know, choose a man to fight me. Uh, And nobody does. And then uh, we get David, who is just a young boy, and he is going to bring his brothers who are at the battle some food and some supplies, and he kind of gets wrapped up, and and he hears about Goliath's challenge, and that's where we're going to pick up. So we are... um, Chapter 17, and I turned to the wrong page. Verse 32 is where we're going to start. So uh, Dave, I think, is going to read that. Yep. So. yep.
2: David said to Saul, Let no one lose heart on the account of the Philistine. Philistine. Your servant will go fight him. Saul replied, You are not able to go out against the Philistine and fight him. You are only a boy, and he has been fighting men from, your, from his youth. But, saw, said, but David said, Saul, your servant has been keeping your father's sheep. When a, when a lion or a bear came and carried off the sheep from the flock, I went after it, struck it, rescued the sheep from its mouth. When it turned on me, I seized it by the hair, struck it, and killed it. Your servant has killed both lion and bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them because he has defied the army of the living God. The Lord who delivered me from the paws of the lion and the paws of the bear will deliver me from the hands of the Philistine. Saul said to David, Go, and the Lord will be with you. Then Saul dressed David in his own tunic, put on a coat of armor on him, and a bronze helmet on his head. David fastened on his sword over the tunic and tried walking around because he was not used to them. I cannot go in these, he said, to saw, because I am not used to them. So he took them off. Then he took his staff in his hand, chose five smooth stones from the stream, put them in his pouch of his shepherd's bag, and with his sling in hand approached the Phil- Philistine.
0: And if this is a TV show, it'd go to black, commercial, and mm-hmm. the episode would be over. And it's like no, what happened? So uh, that's a great cliffhanger. But are again, we missing
1: like the the flanagram or whatever they have to head in Sunday school? Oh yeah, yeah, like, to...
0: yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> wow. Um, so uh, I won't. We won't spoil the ending for you. Although again, if you've done your homework and you've read these two chapters, uh, you know. But if not, then you can read that after you're done listening. But so we we see David coming to Saul saying, "I'm gonna I'm gonna fight Goliath for you." So Dave, what kind of what did that passage tell you about God or who God is?
2: Um, I, I mean, what jumped out, obviously, is God wants to, or in many situations, uses the underdog. Um, he doesn't need a Goliath. Um, yeah. He can use a small shepherd boy um, to do his work. And I think that just shows how powerful he is.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it almost magnifies his power that if you know, a small little, I don't know, 16-year-old boy, however, uh, however old David was here, goes and fights this Goliath, Goliath, right? That, you know, that word even means huge. Goliath, that's, we come to that. And God defeats Goliath through that. It just, again, magnifies God's power and, and what he's able to do. So, Wendy, what about you? What did, what did you hear? Yeah, at-
1: it's funny when you read these stories and you've said, like, this is such a popular story, but mm-hmm. when you take time to oh, I'm going to talk on a podcast about yeah. this. Like, what stands out is different or what? Like, actually thinking about how much God prepared David. Mm-hmm. I don't think that, like, God prepares us for stuff. Yeah. He cares about all of those details. Um, and so God being powerful uh, and just so attentive to details.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's what kind of jumped at me, too, that, you know, when Saul say, no, you can't do this, and David's like, Pshh. I was attacked by a bear and I killed it with my bay hands, and then I was attacked by a lion. And so I can do this. And but at the time when David was attacked by the bear, like he probably wasn't thinking, "Okay, I'm going to defeat this bear because someday God's going to need me to defeat." Them. But God knows what's coming, and He prepares us. He allows our current trials to prepare us for bigger things. Um, and so that's just that's a cool thing about who God is, um, and that came out in this passage. So. Um, you know, and we, well, I'm getting ahead of myself as far as what the, what it says to us about people. Anything else is, and we think about this passage and what it tells us about God, anything else that comes to mind? I
1: think that God's the hero. Yeah. Because David knew it wasn't him who was, Yeah. you know, he, it wasn't in his power that he was going to go out there and fight without yeah. this armor that he was offered. He knew mm-hmm. that God was in him. So God being the hero
0: yeah yeah and it's kind of it, this is not what we read but if you finish up it, you know he talks about that that you know it's through the power of God that I'm going to do it you know you are and he, he kind of chastises his own army He's like he's talking against our God he's he's not really threatening us he's basically saying he can defeat God because we're God's representative so um yeah, he has that focus on that so God is the hero I like how, how you put that so. Okay, so what about us? What do we learn about us through this? What what spoke to you with that?
1: I think for me it's that I mean, there's so much that comes at us and comes at our kids and mm-hmm. what you should do and how you should dress. And we try so hard to make ourselves into something mm-hmm. that how many times don't I overlook like what God is actually trying to make me into? Okay. You yeah. know, Goliath, clearly there was some genetics there that made mm-hmm. him nine feet tall, but right. um he was made into a warrior. I don't know if he was just seen walking by some, you know, army guy and was like, you should be a warrior. You're really tall and big. Yeah. But he was made into that. Um, David is actually created by God to be this. And yeah. we get to kind of choose. Are we going to we gonna choose what God created us to be, or are we going to try to make ourselves into something, something else? Okay,
0: yeah. Well, kind of going back to that, what we talked about yesterday, the choice. You know, you can choose to serve God or not, or you can choose in this pa- in this case to be the person God created you to do, to be, or you can choose to cower in fear um, as this challenge comes at you. So, yeah, Dave, what about you?
2: What uh, what I pulled out of that was, um, as far as the armies, uh, they saw David and as this weak little boy. So, mm-hmm. kind of as humanity represents uh, society itself, judges. By outward appearances, yeah, um, no way could he defeat this big nine foot giant. Um, but God can do it, and just in the world today, there's so much of that judgment. And right. I, I just think that's important to yeah. pay attention to.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That that fight, that kind of balance between. What the world sees as successful versus what God sees, and and therefore we can doubt the little man like this, you know. Um, uh, I think what spoke to me is just that David again, and we mentioned that he recognized um, that God had empowered him in the past, so he'll do it again. God was faithful before; he'll be faithful again. And um, I think is that he also recognized that the other Israelites were were not standing up. And mention that ago and so I think for us today I think it's very easy for us to cower in fear when someone speaks against who God is you know and and you know not that Facebook and you know Twitter and all things but there's so much you know out there that if you speak up against what you know what you think God wants it then you run the risk of being lambasted in the comments and all that stuff. And so it's the point, like, I don't want to say anything, right? I want to just be in my own little world. And, and just we can learn from David that, no, you know, God has given us the power to stand up against that, um, whether it's Facebook comments or whatever. But, you know, uh, we shouldn't fear um, to stand up when someone speaks against our God. Um, but it's easy to do. So uh, what challenge do you have now as, as we wrap this up? In this passage, if this is God's word for us, what will you do as a result of this? What what will you do? How will you obey God's word?
2: I think for me, I'm uh, focusing on um, myself as a sinner, um, not being quick to judge, mm-hmm. and just you know, being more open and listening.
0: Okay, good, good. Wendy, what about?
1: Um, I think it's not doubting that God is preparing me for other things with some of the hardships or the small moments or the mundane yeah. things. I mean, sometimes being a stay at home mom doesn't seem all that glorious and great. And, but yet I can't doubt that he's using all of that for something. Right. So, right. Not discounting things, I guess. Yeah. A good no. challenge.
0: Well, <laughs> my, sorry, this is my, one of my boss is, does foster care as well. And, and um, I just heard that she, um, was play or has the opportunity to accept a two month old and a one year old, and she's single and she's a school administrator, that's and right. so that's crazy. I don't know if she's going to do it or not, I, don't, I didn't hear that. But you know, because you are a stay at home mom, which is more than just a stay at home mom, but you, you're you able to provide for these foster kids and your own kids right. too. So, um, yeah, well, then the, the, that's a good place for us to end, just to say, Hey, God has empowered us. He's he's prepared us to do things. Our past has prepared us for what we need to do now in the future, and just trust that whatever challenges you're facing, God has prepared you for those. Um, just rely on His strength, and don't listen to what the world's saying, but trust in Him. All right, thanks for joining us. We will see you, talk to you again tomorrow.